0: Hi, 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 hi. Hmm. Well, it's time for another podcast. It's been it's been sitting in me for quite a while. I've been wanting to put it off my chest, and um, I've been doing a lot of things besides that that could help me to express it and process it. But this is still, you know, one of one of the best one of the best. Um, ways I could do that is through speaking out loud hearing myself um, playing myself back this this episode so I could you know kind of hear it from the other perspective as well just like you are listening to it now um so yeah I I've been really needing needing this and I'm glad I have that and thank you so much for listening and I really appreciate it so this podcast, I would like to um, talk about my healing process and what it involves and what practices I do and what helps me and touch upon, you know, that and also why I need to do this work. Yes. So it's not just, you know, hey, let's have fun. Let's just heal. No, nobody's, nobody says that, right? We are doing this work for a reason and it's really important one, right? So yeah, I would touch upon that uh, today. So yeah, and let's dive in then. Um, Just kind of like a real little disclaimer. Some of this stuff might be triggering, some of this stuff might be not, not fun, not positive, not pleasant to hear. And I'm, I'm being really mindful about that because, you know, I feel like every week I could record a podcast and it would be, you know, about something. But I don't want it to be me complaining or me, being negative um, every every week and you're hearing that. Like, I don't want to put it on anyone else. So I'm being really, really mindful about that. So I'll try, you know, in today's episode, I'll try to just kind of... Um, make it short and sweet but at the same time you know share share enough um enough information and what's been sitting inside of me so it helps me and also helps you hopefully somehow um so yeah just take a note of what helps you and everything else just hold space for it you know and i feel like that would be that'll be enough so yeah all right. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think I've asked that question in one of my Instagram stories. Is um, like, if anyone else would like to hear me share my healing process or the practices I do that involves in that process, and many people said yes. Actually, all the people that voted said yes, and then. Um yesterday I posted one of my first Instagram stories was um about me feeling triggered that day that morning and if anyone else feels triggered and I feel like 5 5 or 8 people said yes yeah you know just yeah and you know which which is not a lot of course right but honestly it shows And i think it shows that we all do have some kind of work to do we all have some kind of experiences that shaped us you know in some kind of way and created you know the reality for us or who we are right and some of those experiences are not pleasant and some of those experiences are not necessarily positive or our favorite memories or you know something that we really enjoy thinking about um so yeah I feel like there's a huge need for that we we do see so many things now shifting in the world and there's more focus on health and wellness and mental health and you know body positivity and being tolerant and being um, respectful of you know different people and different opinions and practices and you know we we kind of become more open-minded right but at the same time we have this we have this um, work that's out there and it's usually silent work it's usually very hidden it's usually you have to be almost like a monk you have to like go in a cave for a year and then you know shave your head and pray every day and you know and that that's it and then you come out back to the world all enlightened and happy and positive and everything is just great so we don't actually see you know someone doing the work and someone healing and someone you know going through their past and kind of digging deeper into themselves and you know just yeah process process and make changes, right, we don't really see that, I see that in my work, when I, when I work with people, I see that process, and usually, most of the time, it's not that deep, you know, it's just a part, it's just a small, tiny part of this whole process, because the this process, the healing process is complex, and it's consisting of so many, 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 many things, right, so, um, yeah, I would like to share some of that, some of my things today, but I think that's the work we all kind of have to be at least aware about or mindful of, because sometimes you know we just we just kind of go on the surface level. We as a society we just kind of like I don't know. There's this, It's it's like a small talk. You know, it's like a notion of small talk. We don't we don't really go deep. We don't really want to go deep. We don't really know that we need to go deep until like I don't know twenty years later, <laughs> our life just falls apart and we're like oh that's why, <laughs> so yeah, I think we all should just kind of look into that, so I would invite you today to hold space for what I have to say, and what I have to share, take it with a grain of salt, you don't have to believe everything I say, you don't have to try everything I say, and do everything I say, and think it's going to work for you, no, this is my process, and this is how I'm sharing it with you, and you know, it's it's not a lot, like, it's not, you know, some people, they do have to go into the cave, and do a through hike, and, you know, come out, like, a year later, Uh, for me, it's, it's kind of, like, all at once, you know, it's, it's not really extreme, surprisingly, usually, I am really extreme in my, in my processes, and how I do things, but, this one, I feel like I've been sticking to for quite a while, and it's been really working for me and Of course, you know it's not perfect; some of the things you know they don't usually work all the time, and I always have to you know tweak it or always be mindful and always kind of watch and listen to myself and see what what i what else I can do or what else I can add or how can I improve or deep and and soften it to the practice I'm doing. Um, So yeah, I'm (laughs) losing the train of thought here. Let's see, where do I start? Hmm. I guess I'll start where my healing process started and how it started and how I even decided to start it. And maybe at that time I didn't even call it healing. I I just needed, I need to change something. Oh, I just knew I needed to change something. Um, yeah, which it's kind of cool how it's actually began with the practice of yoga. Um, me just kind of allowing some space for it and just trying it out. My best friend growing up, she practiced, uh, her mom practiced, she was a yoga teacher and then she, my friend, started practicing, and it was cool. I mean, I didn't try it then, but I knew about it, you know. And then my best friend here in Alaska, she, um, she invited me to her class, and I loved it. And I absolutely loved it, and I felt so good. I've never felt so relaxed and so just calm in my life, probably, just like in an hour. And it felt good. it felt different. It felt like a little light just started going from inside me to outside, and I could yeah, it was great. That was probably the first little st- tiny step i I did and I made towards towards you know who I am and what I do today. So it started with yoga, of course. <laughs> i am really glad i did and i really appreciate the practice for what it is because you know sometimes that class or that teacher or a moment experience in our lives they it just changes can't change it can change and it's so beautiful so for me it started with that one class and then of course i spent years and years studying psychology and human behavior and um I always had this this feeling like I'm here to help people. I'm here to heal the world or I'm here to, yeah, just be that force that will, you know, make, make a change, make a positive change. I believe that took a part in my healing as well because, you know, you, you kind of, the much you learn about, you know, the. The people and how the mind works and experiences that shape us you you kind of start doing your own self-work as well and then of course you know with uh with being encouraged by the teachers and prof- professors is to do our own work before we can do it with others right which just makes sense yeah i'm not gonna just sit there and tell them one thing and you know Say something really powerful or smart or inspiring, and then go and do the opposite, you know myself or with you know how can I help someone if I'm broken, or how can I even have an energy to you know to to be aware about someone's patterns that are not working for them or something that is not yeah that they come in with and then not even, you know, kind of do that work myself. So, yeah, I started going to therapy on my, I think, second or end of my first year in grad school. Took me a while. It, It really did. It took me a long, long time to go there, to get there. Actually, my first very very first experience with therapy was when I was here in Alaska during my last undergrad um, year. It was a summer, and I I think I it was like six or seven months past my boyfriend and I at a time broke up. One of those, yeah, one of those really really hard hard breakups, and and I was having this like really stressful negative time at work taking summer classes, and I just, yeah, I decided to go and just talk about it, and maybe get some guidance or whatever, and just really check it out, because I've never been to therapy, like, I, I really just wanted to know how it works, since I'm studying it, I might as well just check it out, so I went, and I think I had, like, two or three sessions, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything life-changing, it wasn't anything that I would expect, or, you know, beautiful, or whatever, I don't know, it was just, is, and the only thing that she told me, that kind of stuck with me, till today, is, um, you know, your relationships, is, or you, you are a garden, you know, you have a garden, and you have to have a nice fence, and, you know, you have to have some kind of protection around your garden, right, or otherwise, some people would be, kind of walking on it, or they would be throwing trash on it, or, you know, doing something crazy, like your garden is not going to be beautiful anymore, right, if you want to have that protection, so that kind of stuck with me, and I, I really remember that, and that's how I felt, I felt like my garden did not have any protection, did not have any walls, or fence or anything like that, I, everybody could just go in that garden and do whatever they wanted, you know, they didn't care if it's mine or, yeah, so, I think that's what, (laughs) that's what kind of stuck with me as well, that metaphor of the garden, so, back to, back to my other experience in therapy, I think I went for a year or a year and a half. Basically, I went until she told me the, the university is not able to carry more sessions, more than 10 sessions per per student because there is whatever amount of students. So she she has to be able to see everyone if they could come. So that's why she couldn't allow and have that space for me uh, to come anymore, so, yeah, uh, which actually turned out fine with the timing, because I was graduating, we were about to move um, back to Alaska, so it all worked out, at least I had, you know, this, this amount of time of free therapy, basically, as a student, um, which was a tremendous support, and tremendous, yeah, it, I did, I did the work, you know, and me kind of opening up to the idea that I need help, you know, I need support, I need to put it out there, I can't, I don't need to, you know, just let it sit inside me and just kind of eat me out from the inside. I, I can't just, you know, go there and spend an hour venting and maybe you know, looking through some ideas and just gonna help to process what I've been going through. So um yeah. And kinda of looking back at it now, it did it did serve its purpose. However I think it could be it could be even more in depth. It could be yeah, the things I realize now I feel like I could have maybe touched upon then and maybe it would be helpful for me but you know it's different every person you're gonna see they're gonna it's gonna be different right so for me the purpose that it served then it was enough and it was helpful at that time and place but now it's different right so which is good you know i i know there's more and maybe it happens on its own time when it shouldn't so that experience really helped me. Um, even you know, both personally and professionally, it did help me to to start the work and kind of look deeper and really look into what I need to change in my life in order to, for it to be more healthy and successful and happy, and just what what I what I envision for myself. So that's when I actually started going I have practiced, let's see so I have practiced yoga since so that first class I took in undergrad and then I have practiced I I wouldn't say pretty consistently but at the same time it felt consistent enough for that time and place where I was I did however start practicing more in Hawaii um at least once a week. Let's see, for two and a half years. Yes, at least once a week for two and a half years. Um, I think in the, in a year it was two, so twice a week consistently. Yes, which was a huge, huge, huge like step up to the healing plus therapy. That, you know, those two um, tools I could really rely on at that time. I didn't really have a friend I could talk to, heart to heart. I didn't even, I, I had a partner, but I wasn't really able. I mean, we did talk about things, but I didn't really want to put it on them, on him, so. Yeah, so really like my practice and going to therapy was two of the main two of the main anchors I was holding on to for my to maintain to maintain my my well-being. And then, let's see. And then I think the last year of my grad school, I got really into self-care. I got really 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 into paying more attention to myself um you know utilizing my tools uh, building kind of like a toolbox i i could you know just pick some kind of activity or something that i that brings me you know joy and kind of re, you know re, revitalize me um so i kind of started paying more attention on, to that not just oh, I can just work for, I don't know, 60 hours straight and straight, you know, during the week and I'll be fine or take classes on top of that and I'll be fine. No, (laughs) no. Like that took me into very, very, very dark and unhealthy place when I did just that. And I realized, no, I need to add something else to my life that is healthy, that is healthy coping strategies so i can just live a joyful life and you know still go to school and still do work and you know kind of just bounce it out so yeah self care became like a huge huge thing for me and i kind of became more mindful about that that's why i really prioritize this twice a week practice therapy weekly um i started even you know trying some journaling which i love to write but journaling always seemed very alien to me some kind of alien idea which is still kind of is and i'm still you know trying my my best to to practice that and i know it's it helps me a lot and it's it's beautiful practice and yeah, there's so many benefits. However, there's something in me still that I'm really working on. To to you know to not have that block when it comes to oh let's draw now you know no 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 like something in me starts resisting and doing something else. So I'm still kind of looking into that. But yeah, it it was fun practice to try as well, and still is, and I would like to really pick more of that um next year for sure I've, i mean, i am going to do some some more work with that this year i have like tons of journaling prompts and i ordered this beautiful like journaling book that i that is full of prompts and i can just fill them out and see how it will all just kind of fall into place so i'm really excited about that and um during my self-care era, I I started, like, taking care of my body more, um, you know, doing, like, a positive self-talk, not really looking for flaws, but just appreciating my body, nourishing my body, taking care of it, doing some, I don't know, skin care, um, just, yeah, stuff like that, just really being mindful about my body and what it needs, really asking myself, what do I need right now, you know, not like, oh no, you don't need it right now, work more, read more, no, I would really ask myself, oh, what do I need right now, right, so, that's like the basic, that's like the base of self-care, right, it's asking yourself, what do you need, and providing and nourishing yourself the best you can, Okay, let's see. Okay, so I had, at that point, I had my practice. I had my self-care. Right? prioritized myself more so than ever. And I had some journaling. I've also always had this practice of dance. So I've danced since I was, I think, six or seven years old. And I still do, and it really helps me it's It's like my emotional self care is to you know move my body in a way that brings me joy and have fun and also express some kind of feelings or emotions that are connected to the music or the movement that i'm that I'm doing right so that's been always uh always there as well. I feel like I've used it more to heal when I was a child rather than now. Now it's more it's more like a fun fun thing that I do and that brings me joy. But before I really felt like I was able to express emotions I couldn't express as a child. Um so yeah, it helped me before to really connect to my feelings, reconnect to my feelings. Um, let's see. Oh, and I also loved, I've always loved to bake or cook. That's been a practice as well. Especially in my teenage years, I feel like that's how I could really just kind of establish my place in the house. <laughs> um, you know, if it would be like a challenge for me to find some kind of recipe and just cook something that I. I really enjoy eating, but I can't have, you know, in the place where I live. So, for example, like a cherry pie. We don't have fucking cherry pies in Russia, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, finding a recipe and just cooking it or baking. And that was, that's been always fun for me. Um, I've also also liked... I would like to um just drive, go on drives, or go on drives with my friends and just kinda listen to music and just drive. That's always been something I enjoy doing. More so in my teenage years too, I feel like it gives some kind of sense of freedom, right? Just Or freedom in a way that you don't really care where you drive to, it's just you drive and you're just in that moment. Especially if there are people around you who who you enjoy being with or you know if you listen to music or something that that there's something into that um I have picked this practice up recently. I've been kind of cooped up at home um so just going on drives you know through downtown or the, the places I like driving by or neighborhoods and kinda of looking at the houses um yeah I'm listening to music, sometimes I sing, and it really it's kind of like fun to me too I, I do feel kind of free when I do that as well. Let's see what else um, and of course, you know the practice of reading, I do go uh in my reading phases. So right now I am going through a reading phase, actually. I feel like all the schooling I've done really killed that in me, but I'm trying to pick it up now since I am not going to school, thank God, and I don't have to be assigned to read. Um. So I really do enjoy reading, and I've always found that super healing for me. Um, yeah, I feel like writing and reading for me is huge. And it's been a long practice of mine. Just reading about the experiences of others or the stories, and I really enjoy. I really enjoy that. Um, kind of something that's connected to it is listening to podcasts. So it's basically kind of like. I'm not really a fan of audiobooks. I mean, I do get the sense of it, but I enjoy like actually touching and and you know holding the book in my hands. Um. But when I'm just kind of walking around or if I'm at home and doing something, I I really do find listening to the podcast that I really connect and relate to, I find that really, really helpful. And, you know, it evokes some kind of process in me as well, so I can connect on an emotional and mental level and kind of just reflect on my experience and process it in a way that is you know helpful for me or based on you know other people's experiences maybe I don't have to you know go to that point as they did and do all those things I can just kind of get there by just reflecting on their experience and what their journey have been you know in that process so that's been a huge 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 thing for me recently I know if you do find you know that podcast that you, or that person you know that you really connect with, you feel like you can relate, you feel like you know you can learn something from them. Really, allow yourself to you know embrace that experience or their their experience and learn from it. It's been really really helpful, especially if you growing up you didn't have that model or. You didn't have that person you can kind of look up to. Find that person out there in the community. You know, it could be your yogi teacher. It could be your teacher. It could be someone, you know, who's making a difference in this place or this world. Um, It can be like a person of your gender or your ethnicity or your religious. Um, Yeah, it can be anyone. Anyone you feel like you kind of want to be like, but. Of course, you want to stay stay your own person, stay your own self, but you feel like you can kind of take some something good out of this person and learn something from that person and apply, and it would change your life in a in a really good way. So I would encourage you to find that. It's it's, not, or if you have like a mentor, that's a beautiful thing too. I feel like we're all here just to learn from each other, so allow yourself to to be a student and also allow yourself to be a teacher yeah we we need some good good teachers out there okay let's see mm um, oh, yeah, and kind of tying to that, I do listen to some motivational talks and speeches and or like the memes that are really inspiring. I really enjoy that i I save some quotes. Sometimes I used to write them down. Like I would have a whole collection of quotes, and when I, at school, if I felt some kind of way, or at work, at the end of my journal, I would basically, or my planner, I would have like this, this like whole library of quotes I could just read and get inspired by, or maybe I could just open the page on any, any page I wanted and read that one quote just kind of connect with me in that moment Um, so yeah build that library for yourself if you find that inspiring Um, which also of course brings me to another really really important part and process of healing which is kind of healing in itself but if looked in a different angle can be defined differently so what i what i really have been (laughs) embracing myself more into is the self-work and self-development and i i do include therapies there as well so basically doing the work it's doing the work that you need to be doing or needed to be doing long time ago (laughs) but you just realized just became aware and that's the first step and now you're doing the work right now you're processing some kind of experience or trauma or a memory or relationships or maybe you know the way you look at life your perspectives your beliefs your thoughts your everything right your mindset so that's that's a huge, huge, huge thing. I am actually expecting this book to come. I think it's called How to Do the Work. So I'm expecting this book to come. My first self-help book, I finally accepted. I can and allow myself to have a self-help book. Um. So I'm really excited this book is going to come. My friend recommended it to me. It sounds really, really useful and beneficial. So I'm going to do some work with that as well yeah and the funny thing is why I include therapy in in this category is because for example I have this knowledge basic more than basic knowledge I would say since I went to grad school Okay, since I went to grad school for psychology I have more than basic knowledge of human behavior, psychology and mental health And even with that knowledge, even of being such an aware, mindful person that I think I am, I do tend to think I need to work on one thing, and then turns out, nope, you know, there's something else I need to work on, there's something else there, there's underlying issue there, and what I'm trying to work on is just a symptom, right? And that's usually how it is, especially those major, major things that, like, kind of like red flags, look at me like, please change, fix this. Those things we tend to avoid and focus on little tiny things that are not really related to it or not really going to make a difference. But for us, they're huge, huge things. So that's why you need therapy. That's why we need some person who is going to overlook those little tiny things and symptoms and find the core and guide you to that core so you can also see it if you're willing to. So for me... For example, my last experience in therapy, or my last session last week, I didn't have a session this week. this is my session by the way. so um last session, we kind of got to this um to this really huge milestone. I would say in my in my work with her, with this lady, it's been probably the best experience so far uh, with the therapist I've had the most useful um yeah, huge, huge, huge benefit from from this work and i just can't yeah i can't even emphasize more than that i started working with her i think june june and i'm almost done working with her i think i have one more session and then i'll have someone else because this lady just like me she she's a student or just like me once a year ago (laughs) She's a student and she's a graduate student who is about to get her graduate degree. And this is kind of like her practicum. So I'm working with her pro bono. This is her like for her like professional development, and I also get free therapy. So, you know, if you are interested in in this type of this type of help, um, reach out to one of your you know universities that do have like a department of psychology and ask ask them if, you know, there are some students that need some practice and, you know, if you, and you are available, you know, and it's free, it it's, doesn't mean they're, like, super great clinician, like, no, they're, they students, right, and you need to realize that, so maybe if you, if you just need to deal with some basic anxiety or something is kind of, bothering you or maybe you would like to work on your self-esteem or boundaries yeah it's a a great resource but if let's say you're struggling with depression or you have like the diagnosis or you have this like huge trauma maybe it's not a good idea right maybe you want to find someone who is more like who has more years under their belt maybe they're certified maybe they're you know they have a phd or something like that so kind of yeah know your know yourself enough to to find the help that will best fit your needs but for me honestly i didn't have really much of a choice someone recommended it to me and i was like "Fuck it free therapy yeah like i need it (laughs) so i couldn't afford it anymore because i lost my job so yeah i did have a therapist in the springtime a male therapist honestly Yes, it served its purpose again, but I don't think i I can connect with male therapists. Maybe I'll give a chance to one more, but yeah, it's just different um I feel like when it comes to healing, I tend to around, surround myself with women and focus on women more, and that women energy is really really high in me, so I think that's what's serving me best um so I feel like i i I will just stick to that for now. But this lady I'm working with now, she's she's really good. She's really really good. So it's been really helpful. It's been tough. It's been super tough. But it's been definitely helpful and worth it. And that's what healing is, you know. It doesn't mean oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> no, it's not going to be fine. You're going to be in your tears. You know, every time you go through this, you're gonna purge so many emotions, you're gonna witness, you're gonna become aware of so many things, you're gonna almost just open your eyes into the reality and just realize some things that are not pretty, not pretty, not only about others, but also about yourself and what you went through and who you are today and what shaped you as the person that you are. So, yeah, that's kind of like, uh, I think that's why we don't really see this out there. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, let's do some healing. No, no. I think there's not that many of us who are, who are brave enough to do that type of work. Or who are even capable or aware enough that they need to. Some people are totally fine with it right, some people do go through maybe similar things or even worse, and they're kind of just fine, right, but some of us we don't, it it does scar us for life and that's the work we we need to do, regardless or we're just gonna continue living the life that is not serving us so yeah, back to my last session with my therapist last week um it's it's really hard to admit or to even say, but apparently, you know, my whole life, <laughs> my whole life I've been kind of directed by this belief I have. We call, we call them core beliefs. So beliefs that, you know, we shape really, really young or in the result of some kind of experiences or circumstances that happen to us or surround us. We shape this kind of rules or beliefs, and we believe that they are true. We believe that they are true because in that in that time and place, they served some kind of purpose. And then we believe, okay, if that in that powerful moment, you know, this this the thing that helped me, um, it so it means it's gonna help me every fucking time, every fucking day of my life, and it's not true. That's why we also call them limiting beliefs because yes, you know, when we develop and change our environment and change ourselves, those beliefs kind of pull us back. They kind of limit us from from trying different, other different things that are, can be even more helpful or, you know, kind of limit us from perspectives that we might have or open up our eyes a little bit more. So those beliefs are not really serving us anymore. But we still believe that they're true because one time back in the day they they did help us with something. Okay. So my um I honestly I I don't think I've dived in that deep in my own work to know what my beliefs are. Um I knew some of them, but it never seemed to me so apparent that apparently I have a huge belief that um, in order for me to be worthy or good enough or enough, I have to achieve, I have to strive, and I have to have some kind of success. So let's say I have to be... You know, I have to earn in these degrees. I have to, um, you know, have a career. I have to earn some, you know, earn kind of whatever, I don't know, whatever amount of money. I have to, you know, have a car. I have to have a house. I have to, you know, have this nice environment around me. And it doesn't mean, like, I don't usually say much about the money or materialistic things I'm not really oriented towards that but apparently something in me is directed towards that in order for me to feel good about myself or worthy or happy or whatever and you know and probably that's why I always did that you know I always did super good at school always studied super hard always like I, I chose the fucking I chose the career that requires so much time and energy and training and everything to be put in. I you know I do want a house. I really want a house so I can just settle and root and just finally just say I made it. And I do want to have enough, you know, so I can get a house for my parents. And you know as, a, as a, like a thank you for all they've done and the education that they gave me throughout this year. So yeah, and I feel like until I have all those things, you know I won't be happy or I shouldn't be happy because I don't have that. So that is a huge thing for me. That is a huge thing for me because I started to question all of the choices I made in life. You know, all those years I spent, you know, doing that thing or making it or succeeding or, you know. And how, you know, I was never happy. Or I wasn't really happy. And I was not happy when I got that graduate degree. No, I was more happy when I got my yoga teacher's training. You know? So, yeah. I feel like every time I got to that success point that I I chose for myself and I fucking killed myself over it would still not bring me quite to that point of happiness because there was something else there was something else on top of that after that, right after that there was something else to strive towards there was something else to do (sighs) so yeah that's one of the things that really, really have been ruling in my life and I'm just kind of trying to be super mindful about trying to step back from it and, and be happy with what is and what I have which I thought I am trying to do but it's so deep inside of me, it's so deep ingrained in me so I, I really yeah, that would be something I'll be working on for quite a while I think And I don't really know how to. I mean, I have some kind of idea, but that's something I need to figure out. And not alone, for sure. I don't think I am capable of doing this alone. And, you know, maybe some people are, but we don't have to be. And that's the beauty of it. We have each other to kind of guide us through this. Yeah, another belief I have is, of course, that I have to be perfect in order to, you know, be happy or enough or whatever. That's been, you know, a thing that I've been working on as well. You know, I feel like I have made some kind of... I haven't made a huge progress, but I did make some kind of progress, I feel like. Because before, I would not leave the house without the makeup on. Even to, like, take my dog out real quick or go to the store or yeah i would like weigh myself every day maybe twice a day to make sure i don't go beyond a certain number um yeah like always watch myself always like i don't know be super focused on the image on you know how i look and yeah so that improved a bunch, <laughs> obviously, not wearing any makeup, you know, a whole lot and not really super self-conscious anymore, really appreciating my body for what it's done for me and what it's doing on a daily basis and not really thinking about how can I shrink myself more or how can I, um, you know, only stand in different <laughs> this one angle or, yeah. Not doing that anymore, no. Um, but still, I do notice in my work, especially like even my coworkers, they would notice it. Uh, we would have a meeting, and I would have to present some kind of case or talk about someone, and I had to like just make some kind of changes or finish it up, and they would say, "Oh, she's she's making it, so she can, so she, it can be perfect," you know, and yeah, that's true, I, I do, if I do things, I do them very, very well, you know, so that's another thing I can let go of sometimes, and I'm, I've been aware about this belief for, you know, some time, and I feel like I have have done some work, but it, it still, it shows up, and it also kind of correlates, or con- consistent with the con- the theme of control, right, so, I have to be in control, I I have to, um, I have to do it, and nobody else can do it better than me, thanks, mom, by the way, <laughs> I'm just kidding, no, um, but yeah, that's very similar to, you know, our parents, we do pick those things up from our parents, whether we want it or not, they're, we, you know, we model, or they model it for us, and we just pick it up, it just becomes ingrained in us, and I know I'm not alone, I know I'm not alone in this, we all have those things, right, we all have those beliefs, not, not all of us, but we, we do share some, some beliefs, we, we have our own, right, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, or, you know, if I'll be rich, I'll be happy, or, you know, if I have these relationships, I'll be happy, or, but that's not, that's not it, right, and until we realize some of those things that we think are true, that they're not true, really, or they're not helpful, or that's not where we need to cure ourselves over, right? Until we realize those those, yeah, until we realize that we won't be able to actually live and connect with ourselves and our truth. So that's what I've been really, really working on is connecting with myself and my own truth um, sharing more, not letting it like kill me on the inside. I need to share it, I need to put it out there. I need to you know share it so I can hear another person's perspective and I can learn from them their their experience or so if it's on the paper. what I found really. Is the most powerful when everything else does not work. Literally, everything else does not work. Sharing with a person that will hold space for you. And you can trust and open up and be honest with. Who will not judge you for who you are. Or what are you saying. That is the most, most powerful thing. Whether you share it on the paper, online if you feel comfortable of course or with a person if you have that person in your life if you don't 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 talk to anyone about it like find that person first and then you will be able to open up so that is the most powerful thing out there so far i found uh, let's see so i've talked for a while a while and I'm getting really tired but I kind of want to touch up on what happened yesterday and how I felt really 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 bad and how the sharing is the only thing that helped me um, so yeah I'm just gonna go into a little little details about that so yesterday the reason why I felt triggered in the morning is I I look at my phone in the morning and I see this message from my dad. And my dad is a sweet person who I have good relationships with, even though um, my parents separated when I was six. And um, I started kind of keeping in touch with him when I was a teenager, in my teenage years. And we do still kind of talk on pretty much on a weekly basis, just kind of sharing how what we're doing, you know, what's going on. So, and then out of the blue, he just sent me a message. Oh, that says, today is the anniversary of you and mom leaving, you know, the town and me. It's been 20 years. How, how fast the time goes? Or the time flies? And <laughs> And I just went really... And I just went, seriously, anniversary? Like, what? you going to celebrate it now? Or why are you saying this? I honestly did not even know it was November. Because November is usually my birthday month. And it's always like a happy, exciting time for me. Because, yeah, it's just, I love November. Um, and then I get this. Apparently 20 years ago you know, this is the time when my mom grabbed me. I had, like, some belongings and my favorite toy, and we just put me on a plane, flew across the country to live in this new town, go to this new school, live with this new person, and just have this new life. So apparently it was 20 years ago. <laughs> and I kind of, I almost sensed that work that I'm doing now in this space that I have now it's because it's been 20 years and I need to have this work done of course there's never be the end of this but this is the time card for me by the universe or whoever to have this process to have this looked into to have this just healed I need to heal this This is the time when I do that. (sighs) So I still have not replied to this message. I still don't know what to say. I was super triggered yesterday morning. I was just kind of going over this memory over and over again. As an adult now, of course. And I know this is my... And that's the thing, right? Whatever happened to us in childhood, we can't blame our parents. We can't blame anyone. And what's left is the work that we need to do. Especially if it's a trauma, especially if it's generational trauma, if it's a pattern in your family. You are the person, unfortunately. That's your karma almost. This is what you need to be doing in this life. You know? So it doesn't affect you anymore. And it doesn't affect the generations after you. And I'm sorry you have to be that person, but you do. And you can't resist it your whole life. It's gonna show up. It's gonna tr- keep triggering you. It's gonna keep messing up with you. So, if you do feel like you have something like that, please, please, please pay more attention to it and be gentle with yourself when you do that. So, I decided to be gentle with myself. I have five minutes. I'm gonna be quick. I'll try. I decided to be super gentle with myself. It was a shitty, shitty day. Like, the weather outside was horrible before, it would probably would make me just super depressed, but I was like, no, I have all these tools now, I am going to go for a run with my dog, I'm going to do something else, and then I'm going to, um, come home, and I'm going to, like, clean up a little bit, and I'm going to cook this amazing dinner, I'm going to have a nice evening, it's going to be fine, so I do that, um, Another thing that's been really, really helping me re- lately, especially especially since I got my husky, is running. I never thought i will be a runner or can even run, but apparently I am, and we are running like crazy, and this is the thing that I do when I get to my head, when it gets too heavy in me, especially if I'm kind of sitting inside. I go outside, we go with him, we run like two, four hours, we just run, um it's been super helpful, so I ran, I ran, I couldn't run more than two hours yesterday, I was really excited f- for a bunch of reasons, or sorry, tired <laughs> for a bunch of reasons, and I was like, no, we'll just kind of break it down, it's going to be too much, I can't, I need to step back, I need to be gentle with myself, right, so we drive, I, dr- I drive to uh, look over the property that I helped my friend with, so I drive there, and five minutes, five minutes to that property, I, I kind of just, I don't usually drive in that area, and there, apparently there is a school zone and there is like twenty miles per hour sign, and I just kind of pass that and I see the light and I'm trying to make that light and I'm kind of trying to be, you know, consistent with the flow of the traffic. But anyway, I mess up, I don't know how fast I'm going and then I get pulled over. The officer asked me why, you know, if I know how fast I'm going. I say, no, I'm trying to make this light. I'm so sorry. Like, this, I never get pulled over. I didn't even know what the fuck to do. Like, I <laughs> just, like, got in some parking lot. So, apparently, I was, you know, of course, above the speed limit. So, I got a ticket. So, basically, um, I got punished for... For helping my friend and trying to make my life better so yeah, that was the last straw or one of the last ones but it got to the point that I cried on the spot I watched a bunch of people get pulled over at the same place I come home and I just drop paralyzed I can't do anything I'm crying Life is shit. I start getting to this really dark, dark place in my mind and my head and my body. Everything just shuts down, and I'm like, "Fuck it! I'll just go. I do my thing, right? I I know the tools. I'm gonna go take a bath. I'm gonna go. Um, you know, I have I had like a glass of wine, or whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna make a soup. I'm gonna I'm go gonna watch a movie. It's gonna, I'm gonna pay this fine. It's gonna be fine no, I was not fine, it was, it got really bad, it got really, really bad, and the only thing, the only thing that helped me that night, after five hours of crying to myself to bed, is to share, to ask for help, and that's, that's the healing, you know, that's the healing, and it, it doesn't happen alone. So I would invite you, I have like 20 seconds, I would invite you to share, to do some work. And please, please share with me. I will continue talking about it more and more. Thank you for listening and I appreciate you and have a good, good day. Thank you so much.